live from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. قلب سليم. Sound heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome back to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. I'm Tislima Ali and in this segment we're doing Tajweed Simplified. This is part six of the series Tajweed Simplified with Hafidha Wasfiya Al Talib based on the book Murshid Al Qari by Qari Salim Gaibi. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته I will now be explaining Surah Fatiha the Tajweed of Surah Fatiha so according to the Shafi'i Madhab the Surah Fatiha must be recited correctly in Salah in order for the Salah to be correct so we should really make an effort to improve our recitation and to improve our tajweed. I will be explaining the tajweed of Surah Fatiha and how to recite Surah Fatiha correctly. So in the Shafi'i Madhab, it is important that you recite Surah Fatiha correctly in order for your salah to be correct. So it's of utmost importance that we make every effort to learn how to recite Surah Fatiha correctly. So here goes. We start with the isti'adha, which is to say, A'udhu billahi minash So I will be pointing out common mistakes as well. One common mistake is they just say, the isti'adha in one big rush so take the time to recite every single letter correctly so tajweed means to recite every single letter from its correct makhraj meaning correct place of origin along with all of its sifat meaning all of its characteristics those characteristics that make each letter unique so uh, open your mouth for the uh, so again, not u, not a udu, it's a udu. And again, also not a udu. So you don't need to strain your throat to say the letter. It's not an a and it's not an a. It's a. A udu. Billahi minashaytan. So this word shaytan, sometimes people say shaytan. Shaytan. So it's just shaytan. So shay, empty. Your tongue is flat. Pawn, pawn, paw is full. So you're going from empty to full. Be aware what's happening in your mouth. Shaytan. A'udhu billahi minashaytanirrajim. So there's a shadda on the raw. Okay, I shouldn't really be starting from ni because that's part of the word shaytan. I'm just I'm just doing it for illustration purposes or rather to explain the shadda on the ra. Minashaytan nirwajim. Peace.
Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Bis, so we said for the kasra, drop your jaw in order to pronounce the kasra correctly. B, bis, and then sin has the quality of hams, which is an airflow that that accompanies the sin when it's pronounced. Bismillah. So not Millah or Millah, not an A sound and not a wa, not a full lamb, but an empty lamb. Bismillah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So the ha, make sure that you are saying a ha and not a ha, not Bismillahirrahman and not a kha either, so not. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So take careful note to correct your ha. Again, you'll need a teacher to assist you in order to um, correct the recitation, the pronunciation of all of your letters. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Another thing to point out is the muds. So mud means to lengthen, and the muds are either going to be two counts. So for the a, e, u, and there will be four counts uh, or six counts depending on whether there's a hamza on it, whether, a, whether there is a sukun on it, and I do explain that at a certain point in the Tajweed series. If you are following along in the series, you will cover that if you haven't already. So not Bismillahirrahman. So that's another common error that I find people make. They say Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So my question is why are you pulling it? Because surely there should be a reason why you are pulling it for so long. You have an alif. Before the alif there is a fatha. And that gives us the uh, sound. So we can see afterwards there's no hamza, there's no sukun, so there is no reason for us to pull it longer than two counts. So not Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, just two counts each, just Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. So it might sound like I'm spending a lot of time on just saying the Bismillahirrahmanirrahim correctly, but I feel like it's something that is very important for us to pronounce correctly. And even though you don't have to speak with Tajweed in your normal daily conversations, I do recommend that you do say correctly all the time so that when you recite it, you do recite it correctly, inshallah. Now we start with Alhamdu. So, uh, open your mouth for uh, Al. So it's important that we don't say Al, but we say Al. Why? Lam is an empty letter which means that the tongue needs to be flat when it is pronounced. A reminder of the makhraj of the lam. Lam is pronounced when the front sides of the tongue and the tip of the tongue touches the gums of all the teeth extending from one premolar to the other premolar. If you don't know what your premolars are, then you can check in the book, Murshid al-Qari, book one, and there's a diagram of the teeth and it will show you exactly what the premolars are. So lam al. If you're saying al, then your tongue is not touching the gums of all of the teeth extending from one premolar to the other premolar. It's only touching 
less than that, less gum than it's supposed to be touching. Uh, when you're just using the tip of your tongue and you're just touching the gums, your tongue is just touching the gums behind your two front big teeth. Not, it's not touching all of the gum, all the area that it's supposed to touch. Al. Can you hear the difference between al and al? So we begin alhamdu. So again, the ha, make sure you are saying ha, hamdu, and not hamdu, and not hamdu. Okay, so if you aren't able to get to to get that right, if it if it's not sounding like alhamdu, then you know go to a teacher or go to somebody who can recite and who can help you to recite to get your ha correct. So Allah subhanahu wa taala said that He has made the Quran easy, and He asks us, you know, is there anyone that's going to remember? Meaning, you know, is there anyone that's going to make the effort? Is there anyone who's going to take that step and come to Him and try and learn? So answer now, answer yes, I'm there, I'm going to learn, I'm going to get this right. Bi'idhnillah, meaning with the permission of Allah. And inshallah, if Allah wills. So we move on. Lillahi. Again, lam in this case will be, the lam in the name of Allah will be empty in this case. Lillahi. Why? Because the lam is preceded by a kasra, lillahi. So it's not going to be lillahi, it will be lillahi. And make sure you pronounce the ha correctly. Lillahi, not lillahi. Can you hear that? It almost sounds like a ya, lillahi. Like when sometimes people say wallahi. You know, they're distorting the ha. Wallahi, lillahi. Alhamdulillahi. Rabbil ra. That ra needs to be full. Why? The ra has a fatha on it. So not ra, not rabbi, but rabbi. And there's a shadda on the ba. So press on the ba. Rabbi. And then join into the lam in the word. Al alamin. Rabbil alamin. So again, not Rabbil, because that you're making the lamb full. If you are saying Rabbil, the lamb needs to be empty. Lamb is an empty letter and needs to be pronounced empty. Rabbil. So what helps to say this empty is if you pull your lips back when you're saying it. Rabbil. If you're saying Rabbil, then your lips are coming forward. But when you say Rabbil, your lips go back. You pull your lips back. Rabbil Alameen So again, the Ain Not Alameen and not Alameen So it's not a Hamza, it's not a Ah sound And also, you don't want to exert yourself by saying Alameen Just Alameen And so because we are coming to the end of an Ayah We put a Sukoon on the last letter So we're not going to stop by saying Rabbil Alameen We stop by saying Rabbil Alameen And because we are stopping on a Sukun We now have a Mad Followed by a Sukun Which means that we have to pull that longer Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahmanir-Rahim There is a Shadda on the Ra So please on the Shadda Ar-Rahman be careful not to say Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahman So the Ra needs to be full Ar-Rah And then the Ha Ar-Rah Not Ar-Rah 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 With a Ha Man-Nir-Rahim 
and don't pull that for too long. So again, there's no reason for you to be saying Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. I'm talking about the Ar-Rahman part. So it's just Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim that you will pull now. Why? Because you have a mad asli. In this case, we have a ya with a sukun on it called a ya sakina. Before that, there is a kasra which gives us the e sound. And after that, now we have a sukun. We're stopping on the meme, so the meme gets a sukun. And therefore, we are going to pull that. Therefore, we have to pull that longer for six counts. Ar-Rahmanir-Rahim. Next ayah. Maliki yawmiddin. So again, not Maliki, because there's no reason to be pulling it for longer than two counts. So just Ma. Maliki yawmiddin. Place on the shadda on the dal. Yawmiddin. And pull until the end of the ayah, because we again, we have a ya sakina preceded by a kasra, which gives us the e sound. Followed by a noon with a sukun, so we have to pull it longer. Maliki yawmiddin. We now come to the next ayah. Iyaka. There's a shadda on the ya. So make sure you say iyaka and not just iyaka. Because you would be changing the meaning if you just say iyaka. And also... Don't pull it for too long, so not iyaka. There's no reason for, there's, there's absolutely no reason. There is no reason for us to be pulling it longer than two counts. So just iyaka and not iyaka. So don't have this a sound, just a nice straight, almost like a 90 degree angle. Iyaka. Open your mouth on the ka, not iyaka. Iyaka. Can you hear the difference? Not just ka. Ka. Open your mouth. Ah. Iyaka. Na'budu. Okay, not na'budu. It's not a hamza. And not na'budu. So don't uh, exert yourself and don't just and don't change the letter. Iyaka. Na'budu. When you come to the bu, pack your lips. U-bu-du. Iyaka. Na'budu. Wa. Iyaka. Nasta'een Ihdina Sirapal Mustaqeem Ihdina We are asking for Allah for guidance We are asking Allah for guidance in this ayah Ihdina Guide us Ya Allah So surely we want to recite this correctly Ihdina So not Ihdina with a ha And not Ihdina with a ha It's a ha Ihdina this is a common area that I found with, with many students where they say ikhdina or ikhdina. So be sure to say ikhdina. And then we're going to join into the next word. Ikhdina sirata. That's a sod. The sod has a shadow on it. And not a seen. Not ikhdina sirata. Ikhdina sirata. Full ra. Ra. Not ra. But ra. And then, ta. It's not a ta, not sirata, sirata. So if you're finding that your recitation doesn't sound anything like my recitation, then go to somebody who is a hafiz or a teacher who can maybe help you and assist you 
تودي ستارت بيتزا ان شاء الله اهدينا الصراط وي جوينج انتو ذا نيكست وورد المستقيم اهدينا الصراط اجين نوت صراط صراط so lam is empty the lam which means that you need to keep your tongue flat pull your lips back the lam is pronounced when the tip of the tongue the lam is pronounced when the front sides of the tongue and the tip of the tongue touches the gums of all the teeth extending from one premolar to the other premolar again if you don't know where your premolars are you can check in the book Murshid al-Qari and there's a diagram there that will show you so we were at open the ta not musta it's musta open your mouth for the ta musta now we have a qaf it's a full letter even though it has a kasra on it it's still full qim Next ayah. Again, sod, si. Sod is a full letter. It has a castro on it. Even though it has a castro on it, you still need to keep that letter full. Si, not si, but si. Si ra again not si ra not a not, it's not the ra needs to be full si ra ta we're going into the next word si ra ta we have a noon sakina followed by an ain which is one of the throat letters this is the rule of ilhar which explains that whenever a noon sakina or tanween is followed by one of the throat letters in this case the rain then the noon sakina utanween must be read clearly without hunna so not an amta just an amta alayhim ghayril maghdubi so get that word right maghdubi again and the rain as well is the letter that some people do struggle with as well so not mahbubi and not mahbubi not mahbubi mah with a rain mahbubi alayhim waladhalin so this is where we have a mad lazim kilmi muthaqqal Okay, so don't get freaked out by this really super long word and term that you have no idea what that's all about and scary sounding. All I'm saying is that it's a mud, which means to lengthen. So I'm not just going to say Baleen. I'm saying Ba. I need to pull that. And because there's an Alif, before the Alif is a Fatha. Then we have a Lam with a Shadda on it. Now... When a letter has a shadda on it, it means that there are actually two letters, two of the same letters, and they only write the one letter and they put a shadda on it to indicate that that's actually two letters, the first letter having a sukun on it and the second letter having a haraka on it. 
So in this case, we have ba followed by lam with a sukun and then lam with a kasra on it. So now the rule is that when there is a mad asli, meaning the ba followed by a sukun, then we need to pull that for six counts. And the letter of mad, meaning the alif, preceded by the fatha and the sukun, it's found in one word. That's where the kilmi comes in. That's all it means. It means that kilmi means that the letter of mad and the sukun is in one word. And then muthaqal means that there is a shadda, which means that it's heavy. It does require a bit of effort to pronounce this word correctly. So you've got to grab the shadda, not just No, you've got to grab the shadda. Okay, so now I'm going to recite the whole surah. You can follow along with me and see if you can identify any of the errors that you maybe make. Hopefully there aren't any, should there be, downstairs. Just try and find a hafiz or a teacher who can assist you, who can help you to pronounce your letters correctly and to help you improve your tajweed. Remember that it is fard'ain upon everybody to recite the Qur'an correctly um, and it is fard'kifaya to know the rules of tajweed. You know, don't not recite now because you think, oh, you can't recite properly. That shouldn't be a reason. Don't let Tajweed be a barrier to the Qur'an. Let Tajweed be an opening to the Qur'an. Let it be something that makes you come to the Qur'an even more because now you know you have more work to do on your Qur'an in order to, to recite as best as you possibly can recite it. And may Allah make it easy for you. Ameen. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا so I'd like to speak a little bit about one of my absolute favorite hadith and that's where the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said inna lillahi ahlina minan nas that indeed for Allah there is family from among people qalu man hum ya rasulallah they, the companions, asked, Who are they, O Messenger of Allah? Qala hum ahlullahi ahlul Qur'an wa khasatuhu. He said, They are the people of the Qur'an. They are the family of Allah and His special ones. Subhanallah. You know, you'd have to be crazy not to want to be of the family of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let this be a motivation for us 
that every single effort we make for the Qur'an, that Allah accepts from us and that He accepts our intention, our striving to want to be part of His family and that He makes us of His special ones. Ameen. That concluded our program on Tajweed Simplified with Hafida Wasfiya Al-Talib based on the book Murshid Al-Qari by Qari Salim Gaby. The book is available at Darul Tarath Al-Islami and Timbuktu Bookshop. It can also be downloaded from the internet. To note that Hafida Wasfiya Al-Talib is available to help you brush up your tajweed. Please contact our reception on 021-442-3500 for her contact details, inshallah. From myself, Tislima Ali, I need to say assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and be safe on the roads. Sound heart.